0: Get in the know non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. <gasps> Purple Daily presented by Surly Brewing Company.
1: But you got the Lions? That's gonna be a loss. You got the Indianapolis Colts, though. I see a win over the Colts. I see a win. Over the New York Giants, you're 7-8. and eight. Can they make a run? Can they sneak into the playoffs? Well, unfortunately, they got a game against the Green Bay Packers, and I have the Chicago Bears beating them in the season finale. Best case scenario, O'Connell is all that. The Vikings take the North. There is talent there. Worst case, they're just not as good as everybody seems to think. I know every year everybody acts like the Vikings are going to make a run. I don't see it. I got them for seven wins.
0: Wow. who Was that Adam Rank on NFL Network? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Hopefully, didn't he? I think he had him at five and eight at one point. There, going down the stretch, two well, and three in the first five games. There, losing at Washington, which I I actually have that too in my first schedule yep. prediction. Because mm.
1: I ended up on in our first prediction that we went through, did I have eight
0: or nine wins? Nine you have him on eight. Eight, and, wins and, you, the and then you tweeted that the Jaguars would win nine.
1: Yep. Oh, oh, write that down. Jaguars daily. Let's write that going down. Going up next, yeah. the, um, you two. the the national pundits we know for certain do not have a lot of faith in this team.
0: Yeah, national pundits, Vegas national projections. You know, so he had him at seven and ten. It Soul looked is. like with that record prediction. But uh, so let's let's get into some of this. This is uh, Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment, and when we, we when we say daily, just so it's clear. We don't mean five days a week. This is a a seven-day-a-week, 365-day-a-year show, and it's been that way for several years now. We are the only show that literally talks Vikings every single day at this length, okay? Whether you love us or hate us, okay? You can at least come here for a Vikings fix and inject it into your veins every single day. So with that said, this is the Purple Daily Read the Comments edition. We dive into your comments via the YouTube channel. Uh, please click subscribe via uh, the Scornorth app presented by our friends at TCL. Redefine creativity with the TCL 30V 5G smartphone. Enjoy blazing fast 5G speed, an AI-powered 50-megapixel triple camera system. That's right. Football. Football. <laughs> <laughs> Ultra-realistic true-to-life visuals powered by Next Vision and booming sound from dual speakers, TCL.com. All right, the first question here is from Matthew Hansen via the Scorner Thap. What is the bar for the 2022 Vikings? We all know that the goal is Super Bowl, but what is the absolute worst the Vikings could do and leave you feeling positive about the season or maybe hopeful wow. for next season? Wow. My bar is making the playoffs but losing wildcard weekend in a close, well-fought game. That is, that is the bar by which Matthew feels like, all right, I could live with that and then be optimistic going forward. What about for you guys?
1: The bar. All right. So the bar is affected, in my opinion, by a few things um, personally, including this one. What they have done from a roster construction standpoint sets the bar higher than I thought it should be. But they've elected to go in that uh, direction. I yeah. actually think, so if if, if we're going to talk about, like, like, what do I think that they should be expecting from th- themselves? Because I clearly, personally, as the... Negative Zolgad him on eight wins. But if you were to look at what I believe their expectation is, I think he put it perfectly. I think a playoff berth, because, I mean, when you look at this, they're going to go into training camp with almost no position battles, with with basically returning starters, and, and then you've brought in a guy like Zadarius Smith, who, when healthy, is a good player. I, I think that that, uh, that note is very fair. A playoff berth, probably a loss. Um, but in no way, shape, or form is this franchise positioning itself to like build off of 2022. Like they're looking to continue on and 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 ascend. So yeah, I think that's I think he put it really well. Bar,
2: yeah, bar bar for me, honestly, and I d I don't, don't want to say not making the playoffs should be the bar, uh, but I just want to see this offense be in modern times. I, I want to see Kevin O'Connell step in and, and take this offense that has not even been in the top 10 really for points the last two seasons and make it a consistent, legitimate offense. Um, there's going to be some growing pains. You know, we we love to pick the schedule and we've flirted with nine or 10 wins, but at the end of the day, this Vikings offense has too many great pieces and too many great additions for it not to be in a top 10 offense. And you now are embracing this with Kevin O'Connell and we have different culture and all that buzzwords and stuff. But at the end of the day, I want to see this offense hump. Like even if like if the Vikings are that 500 flirting with team, at least at the end of the day, if this offense is scoring points, that's going to be a blast to me. So I, I just want to see this offense. That should be the bar. Can the offense finally be a top ten legitimate offense?
0: Yeah, that's definitely. I like that as a bar. I think the offense. Listen, you got Kirk Cousins here. He's been he's going to pull in over 200 million dollars as Vikings quarterback and. They, they haven't had a top 10 offense with him, I don't think. Maybe once they snuck into like the bottom of the top 10, but they've, they have not come close to producing at the level offensively as they should, you know, with the personnel that they supposedly have. I think the bar should be have a winning record. So what would get me to feel like, all right, this thing is there's something to work with here going into year two, 2023, have a winning record. So at least nine wins make the playoffs and don't get smoked in the first round but I, I that's such a i feel like that's such a low bar too like I, I really think the bar should be more like 10 11 wins you know you're you're the the players that you have and the moves that you've made this off season aren't so that you can win eight or nine games and sneak in so as yeah, I, that's
1: a good point you're as right. I
0: talk this out loud it really that's should be point. double double digit wins and it should be winning a playoff game but i think it's also kind of a two year window here for what they're doing like they signed kirk for two ironclad years so i i do want to i want to handcuff 2022 and 2023 together and leave room for another step forward
1: i do agree with that though and and look um they picked the game here like like they they had you know several opportunities to explore different paths right they picked they picked the path and yeah i mean that's a that's a great point they they have they have in my opinion and th- and this is without like me saying this to be a jerk they have probably applied more pressure on themselves than i think is wise because mm-hmm. you're not wrong phil like they like clearly and th- th- this goes back to a conversation that we've had a ton they they the people that run this team and own this team really looked at this and said our gm and especially our coach were not good And we think that a new GM and especially a new coach with an offensive background can come in and make up for all of the missteps of the previous regime. And so that does apply more pressure when you bring everybody, including Kirk, on a contract extension back.
0: And I think what I'm curious to see here is, okay, if if they were wrong, if ownership was kind of wrong and actually, you know what? Yeah. Spielman and Zimmer needed to go. But Kirk was kind of a problem, too. And these defensive players are kind of aging over here, and maybe the roster wasn't quite what you thought it was. Then how patient will they be with Quasey and with Kevin O'Connell? Because then it'll require kind of a strip down if things don't go as well as they should. And I guess another question here would be what would have to happen this year on the bottom end of the expectations for them to completely go into a reset in 2023? Like if, they, like if they go seven, you know, well, hell, the NFL network guy had him going seven and 10. If they go seven and ten and miss the playoffs, are they going to run it back again in 2023? Or are they going to start trading veteran players for draft picks and see if Kirk wants to waive a no move clause, et cetera? Like, you know, we haven't done a whole lot of that discussion. We did our best case scenario episode two weeks ago. We haven't done the worst case scenario. But what's the bar for them to keep pushing forward, like they have the last two losing seasons? You know, I got
1: a question off of that point. And it, this might be an episode, but just quickly, I'll ask the question. Do you think that O'Connell? And look, I I know he he was an OC with the, the Rams. They won a Super Bowl, but it's not like he is the GM as well. But do you think there's going to be any Rams type urgency, which is I think Phil, what you just alluded to, with trading draft picks, trying to you know trying to go out and get guys to plug in? I mean, the Rams have literally mortgaged their future. Yeah. They don't. They, they thoughts.
0: Well, they're in a so they're in a competitive rebuild right now. The Vikings are right. Okay, if they go ten and seven, maybe they finish second in the division, and they let's say they win a playoff game on the road in the first round, and and the offense is sixth in the league, and there's okay, there's some things here. This is the best season since you know 2019 or 2017. Are they willing to go from competitive rebuild to trading draft picks for established players to push themselves over the top with Kirk Cousins? You know, like. There's a lot of this is so many interesting things on the horizon here the next six to nine months or so.
2: Absolutely.
0: All right, Joe Chrisman via the Scornorth app. Big fan of the show. I think the Vikings will make a major leap this season. The reason is recognizing your team's strengths, not playing conservatively, keep the game close, hoping to make a stop or big play, um, is what they used to do. Unleashing the offense and playing three safeties shows the best players will be used the right way. So, some optimism from from Joe. Uh, Jake Cashin via the YouTube comment section. This is probably more for Judd because he was out there at the mini camp media sessions. I'd love for you guys to address the fact that you roasted Kirk cousins answer about the change in offensive scheme a couple weeks ago, but Patrick Peterson answered the same question today, a couple days ago, the exact same way Judd was there. I know he heard it. Did is Patrick Peterson on the offense?
2: When, I don't know. Is he talking about when, when Pat, I mean, cause when Pat P when Judd asked the question about Pat, P and learning the Donatel defense, like he went into great detail. Like he was and he wasn't yeah, poo-pooing was great, like the, the he was literally he was good in all football y terms, single bracket, double bracket, dime package. Yeah. Like Kirk
0: downplayed the significance of the offensive change. Like Kirk has Kirk has right. downplayed the significance of the offensive change so far, which is weird. And maybe it's just his way of uh, not wanting to talk to the media or something. Sure. Patrick Peterson has kind of gone the other way, I feel like.
1: Right, and he explained what he was talking about. I I mean, if if he's talking about my question to Kirk as uh, juxtaposed to my question to Peterson, Peterson, I was just like, we have read different things about what the stressors are on the cornerback position in the Zim defense and the Donatel one now. And Peterson was explaining the differences, but the fact that they're both high stress, um, which is what I wanted to know. Yeah, Uh, The Kirk thing was just like, nah, it really hasn't changed, which is weird because his teammates are all saying it's changed in a huge way.
0: Jesse Johnson via the Scornorth app says, we had a bunch of questions on this. We played some clips earlier in the week. Watch the Vikings YouTube video of Kirk Cousins mic'd up. Um, Do you think it's for show because he's mic'd up or do you think he actually is having fun? Looks like he's having a good time. What was your takeaway, general takeaway from Kirk Cousins mic'd up? at vikings practice i think
1: he has fun oh yeah no 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 i think he has fun um (laughs) that that's not an act uh now is he is he a bit staged in life absolutely like i think his whole life is sort of staged like he i but but he has fun at practice like like he is and and he is goofy um like i think he really talks about planes hey there's another big plane and he
0: talks about the weather and airplanes and he's like he's constantly commenting on the things that are sort of happening around right and
1: phil you you said it perfectly he he is the progressive you're turning into your dad guy. Yes. But yes. that's but that's also, that's him.
0: There's a little bit of a nerdy charm to him. Yeah. I think whether it's the mic'd ups or whether it's just observing him or, and, and I've, you know, I've heard from some people behind the scenes to just like me forming my opinion about his personality. Sure. It's not that people hate him or that he has an abrasive Baker Mayfield like personality. None of that. It's that he just doesn't connect with people like yeah. some of the other top quarterbacks. He's not like Tom Brady doesn't drink beer, but Tom Brady's a guy that you would go out and drink a beer with. You know, he's just a, he's kind of a cool guy. Nobody, Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen are just kind of like they're guys that you would invite on TNT to play golf because they're just kind of fun and cool. And Kirk's he, not like fun and cool. He's just kind of an introverted Kirk. dweeb. And he, but he, he's also really good at quarterback. Right. But people so. don't, gra- don't gravitate towards Kirk. Yeah, which, which is no knock.
1: I I think the majority of people on the face of the earth aren't don't have people gra- gravitate towards them. They can't
0: all be like Judd Zolgad. It's the man. odd ones <laughs> and Tom and, Brady.
1: Well, but I mean, it's the odd ones who do, right? Like 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 it's Brady. It's man. Like, w- what's the it factor that those guys have? I can't describe it, but I can say that they have it. Kirk doesn't have that, but that doesn't mean, yeah. I mean, that doesn't mean that he isn't. Like it's not like he's sulking at practice. No,
0: he's just he's just kind of he he's the progressive dad. He yeah, is he's I the
1: fair,
0: fair. He's the guy that just kind of comments on the things that are happening around him and oh mm-hmm. anyhow. All right, Tommy Johnson via the Score North app here says so. I'm strolling through my local High V today in Omaha, Nebraska. I always check next to the Surly Furious to see if they've had any new or different Surly brews to try, and today they did. Just so happened to be the brew that I had just heard Judd talk about for the first time. Logic Bomb. Wow. Surly has done it again. Furious, definitely a fall brew, and I love it in season. However, this Logic Bomb just screams summer. I love it. Thank you for the content and the endorsements on great (laughs) products. I'm also now an avid Chill Boys wearer as well. Wow, Tommy. Thank you, TJ, man, man, you're the best. Uh, Judd, you want to put a bow on that surly read by Tommy? I don't think, I don't think there's more to say. I mean, he's exactly
1: right. As look, as the summer of surly approaches and it's almost here, the logic bomb. I mean, first of all, to be clear, there are several great choices. So it's not just one or two. Uh, but yes, he put it, Tommy put it perfectly. The logic bomb screams summer and surly brewing screams summertime.
0: All right, uh, Declan, let's also, before we get to Jason Troutfetter's uh, question here that I think a lot of people are wondering, uh, Brainerd International Raceway is a pretty underrated great spot
2: to have a good time over the weekend. That's right. This time next week, Brainerd International Raceway is bringing the Discovery Channel's Street Outlaws and No Prep Kings to the Brainerd Lakes area June 17th and 18th. No Prep means... It's a rough and relentless track, and there's been nothing done to this track. There is cash prizes on the line for these drivers. It's going to be a blast up in Brainerd, not too far up here from the Twin Cities. And kids get in, 12 and under, get in free. Uh, there's camping information. There's ticket information, all at BIRMN.com. Check it out, Brainerd International Raceway. For tickets, visit BIRMN.com.
0: All right, Jason Troutfetter via the Score North app says, "When are we going to have some Alex Boone episodes again?" So, Alex Boone update: uh, I actually talked to him for I don't know, like 20 minutes earlier this week. So, he has been all in launching this new business the last few months, and it's you know, like it's it's not a secret anymore. It's he's got an Instagram account for it, the Brute O lineman camp, okay. and uh, and he's got some plans for for a podcast at some point too that he's. That he's hoping to launch, but uh, he has launched an offensive lineman camp for like college offensive linemen, some young NFL guys, and him and a couple other former NFL players are just training these dudes and getting them ready for whatever the next step is. And so that's been his his whole life, and he's got a bunch of kids and stuff, but he'll absolutely be back on at some point. Um, We'll keep you posted. I know you guys love Alex, and Alex loves football, and uh, we'll get him on enthusiastically talking about football again Hopefully, as the season gets closer, uh, Max Scherzer via the YouTube channel didn't know guys. Max was a regular listener yeah. to He's got Vikings. Got downtime content. right now. Yeah, dog bit him. He does it says these carefully calculated USFL predictions from Declan are They're absolutely nice. soulless. Solless. Nobody cares about that league. I'd sooner take predictions about what color socks the Vikings are going to wear. Dex, would you replace your USFL predictions with Vikings sock predictions?
2: Absolutely not. There's football. There's football going on. And unlike, here's, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll tap you into my write that down strategy, which I am leading handsomely on the Mackey and Jet Edition. I'm I'm behind the table a little bit, but I'm the defending champion. I'll purple daily write that down. I do not like to push out predictions months and years in advance because old Dex tweets forgets about those predictions, and he gets burned on them. (laughs) Now, now, I can get burned on USFL predictions, and I got burned on draft predictions. I don't think I accurately predicted one NFL draft-related prediction, which has now sunk me in a hole. But you know what? I still had a little timeline of, hey, I remember I made this one. Judd is like making predictions on the 2023 season in May of 2022. Like, well, I, what's the I, difference
0: if you remember it or not? Though you make the
2: prediction, because then yeah, you forget they, you about know. it. And I, I like the spirit of the, the answer his question. That's the reason I'm doing USFL predictions is because it, it's something that's quantifiable that can come off the board, and I don't have to worry about it haunting me down the line. I'm Judd, do you, sure like, are, do you feel like do you feel like
0: Declan is Declan doing it for the good of the of the sport here, or is he doing it for the good of Declan's completion? Oh, for percentage? Declan, and it, it,
1: that's it is it's not I've done it once. I've done it once I felt bad, soulless. Absolutely soulless. I
0: am by the way, I am pro USFL predictions, so I am yeah. Team Declan on this one. I like Max. John McMillan via Twitter says, Phil, how difficult would it be to incorporate a fan into random Viking of the Week? I mean it would be tough to trust random fans not to cheat. I would trust random fans not to cheat before I would trust you two not to cheat. Uh, but we aren't yeah, Packer fans. That so. was
1: uncalled for. <laughs> Declan and I I'll defend Declan. He I don't think he's ever cheated.
0: I enough. agree. I'm giving you guys some crap. I don't. I, well, so we do. We inv, we invite fans in to write that down into ventline line into, uh, you know the the comment segments. I think logistically it's just hard to plan. It's hard enough to plan our own schedule, right. but then to also be every day planning around listener schedules. Perhaps such. like
1: if, once a month or something. Yeah, but we there's do a fun it way week. to do it. Yeah, it'd be hard to do it weekly.
0: Uh, Matt Dench via the Scornorth app says, Hey guys, hope you're doing well during the offseason. Can we get a one-on-one with Doogie and Chip and uh, ask those guys questions about their background, experience, and thoughts on the Vikings and the game in general? We see these guys weekly on Mackie and Judd and Purple Daily, and they both offer great takes, but unless a viewer is familiar with their work, we don't really get to know them. Hmm. You know, sometimes I forget about the fact that, you know, we've done a radio show together for eight plus years, eight and a half years, And we've got these friends of ours in the industry and Star Tribute and Channel 5 and stuff that we kind of take for granted. Oh, these guys have been on our show and friends of our show for years. But we also have all these new people that have been listening since we've kind of transitioned to podcast and YouTube. A lot of people have discovered us within the last three months or six months. And we probably should do a better job of explaining who are these guys. So, Judd, why don't you explain who Chip is to the uninitiated? And like, why are they? Why are these guys talking Viking? Why is it called Access Purple Access? Right? Like, well, you guys used to work together on the Vikings beat during the Brett Favre era?
1: Yeah, from two thousand eight through two thousand ten, I think Chip and I were, were partners on the Vikings beat and did a did a, a frequent. What's the correct term? Vikings video show a called, vlog. A vlog, okay. Access I it was Vic, a vlog. vlog. Access yes. Vikings. But Chip arrived here from, well, I think he had been working in Chicago, but he obviously is from, with the accent, Tennessee. He arrived here around 2000, started off doing high schools at the Star Tribune, ascended to go for football, where he covered the team during the Mason years, um, and then joined me when Seifert left for ESPN in like 08. Uh, he joined me on the Vikings beat for a few years before he was named a columnist and, and a feature uh, writer as well. So yeah, I mean chip has, uh, chip has certainly been around football now for a long time, but that is why, and, and he continues obviously to write columns on the Vikings, that is why he has so much credibility on the Vikings.
0: yeah chips he's just an all-time great human being as well. so So Doogie started interning at KFan in the '90s as like a literally as like a 15 or 16 year old, yep. and that's why his nickname is Doogie from the Doogie Hauser TV show that was popular at the time. And uh, so he's a longtime radio producer. He used to produce for Chad Hartman on KFan for, I don't know, 8, 10 years. Him and I got to know each other because I was at the fan from 2005 to 2010. And um, so he's he went to Channel 5 like 12 years ago. And he's been just kind of an insider for local sports coverage and knowledge. And um, he does a great job. Breaking local sports news and coming up with local sports nuggets. And he's been, he's been one of my best friends behind the scenes too for 15 years or so. And, uh, yeah, he's just a great friend of our show. And he's in the same building as uh, the score north headquarters too. Cause the KSTP channel five eyewitness news studio is just a floor below where, uh, where you guys, where Declan is right now. So anyways, yeah, that's, you know, if you guys have questions like that, sometimes we just forget like, Oh, yeah, these guys yeah. have been on our shows for a long time and you no. Know, Maybe we need to do a better job of 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 explaining some of these things. So thanks for the question, Matt Matt Dench. Appreciate it. And uh, anytime you guys want to hit us up, just the Score North app is wide open. We're also uh, going through our Purple Daily Getaway to Miami all month. All you have to do for your chance to win a trip for two to see Minnesota-Miami in week six. And we'll cover the tickets and the travel. Open the Score North app, register, and enter through listener rewards. We will pick a winner at the end of the month. And uh, we appreciate all you guys for hanging out with us here on this Purple Daily Reads the Comments edition of Daily Vikings Entertainment. See you.